it's fantasy time. Uh, yeah, we're talking fantasy sports, not dear penthouse. But don't worry, winning your league is way better than porn. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Can you dig it? Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. Can you dig it? Get in the game where you own the game. Joe owns the Chiefs. Owns. 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 Hello there and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Hockey Time presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. You are watching this show on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. My name is Dean Millard and I am here to help you win your league or at least I can help you make it better with some rules, some suggestions and uh, a bunch of thoughts from our listeners and viewers. As we wrap up another fantasy week and look ahead uh, to the one that is in front of us and we always like to start things off on this show with a question of the day. This is a serious message. Peace and love. Peace and love. So what we're going with today is the Dynasty League first defenseman you would be targeting. Let's say you're in a brand new dynasty league. Who are you going for first? What defenseman would you be targeting in a brand new dynasty league? Uh, Got a lot of suggestions uh, from, uh, you know, not just uh, people on Twitter, but people uh, in uh, the uh, ultimate franchise fantasy sports world. Definitely some um, Kale McCarr coming up a lot. Um, Victor Hedman still did come up. Quinn Hughes, uh, but a lot of Kale McCarr. And um, I can't really disagree with that. I mean, the guy is looking like he's going to be all world. He just came out of the out of college a couple years ago and just stepped into the playoffs. Looked so good. So if you want to chime in with your answer, please do hit me up on Twitter at Duck Millard and we can chat back and forth about uh, which defenseman. I also threw a question up on Twitter uh, over the weekend. If you were redoing the 2016 draft, what would the top five look like? I think everybody would still have Austin Matthews. You would absolutely just have to be blinded by hate of the Leafs. And and I can't stand the Leafs, but he's still the number one player from that draft. It's not even close. Matthew Kachuk, I think uh, I had number two. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Patrick Laine, and I, Oh, and I had Alex Dabrinkat in there. You know, Alex Dabrinkat, 76-point season, then, then a bit of a down season. Just outstanding right now and a, a really, really good hockey player. So... That's another question that I threw out on Twitter. You can uh, chime in with me at Duck Millard and have your say on that one. And I'd like to say, first of all, big thanks to our title sponsor, Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports, the most realistic, the highest stakes in, in fantasy sports out there because it's not just hockey. I'm going to tell you about it in a second, but the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League nearly mimics everything about the NHL, including a scouting program, a prize pool that is over 50K, as well as an expansion franchise that was recently auctioned off for $10,000 USD. The reason for that? 
they're not just fantasy hockey players. It's not just a fantasy hockey team. UFFS is on the Zillica blockchain. So they aren't just fantasy players you're drafting. They are NFTs, digital assets. Right now, there is the UFHL, the UFAHL, which covers off the American Hockey League, and the Ultimate Fantasy Golf Association was just announced. And another sport coming very soon. So get in the game where you own the game. Follow them on Twitter, at UFF Sports, and follow at UFS Network to find out more information on how you can get in the game where you do own the game. All right, here's what we have coming up for you. This is the lineup. Uh, We have our three and a half stars, top three, and an honorable mention. We'll give you five lineup decisions. Um, Some of these will be no-brainers in some people's minds, uh, but you just never know. Uh, And some of them won't just be about this week, but they'll be about uh, kind of a fantasy forecast. We'll check in on the MASH 4077 unit, find out who's uh, out of the lineup and for how long, if we know anyway. With uh, with some uh, teams, uh, it's kind of hard to know. We'll make some bold predictions. How bold can you get? We'll uh, vote somebody on. Uh, I'm not voting anybody off, uh, really, Fantasy Island uh, this week, but I have a couple of players that I voted on in some trades and some waiver wires, and... Uh, You can chime in with who you've picked up and who you think are good uh, waiver wire predictions. What's bugging you? We'll deal with that on our fantasy beef and rules of fantasy engagement, how we can make your league better. Because we all want to play in uh, better leagues for sure. So how do you get in touch with me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Talking to me? Who the hell else are you talking to? Talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Hit me up on Twitter at Duck Millard. You can email me fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. And give a follow on Twitter to the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, UFS Network. You can also email UFSN at UFFsports.com and check out the website fantasyhockeytime.com. All right, without further ado, let's get things going. Game on! Face off! All right, uh, we start things off with our three and a half stars of the week. And, you know, I'm giving Connor McDavid the honorable mention because he's going to be in this all the time. You know, he, he almost could be the first star. That one week where he had zero or yeah, zero points in that series against the Leafs. Yeah, he's, he's probably not making the uh, three and a half stars, but he's, he's just the best player in the game. You can't ignore it. Uh, you can't just decide that he doesn't get to be in there because he is too good. So Connor McDavid, though, gets the honorable mention. Um, he could have uh, been been in the three stars, but he will be there so many times. So four, four, and eight, plus five, uh, if you have plus minus, unfortunately, 17 shots on goal. He also had a couple of game winners, which are important points slash categories in some leagues. Tyson Berry, his teammate, getting star number three for me this week. Didn't have any goals, but he did have six helpers in four games. Three of them on the power play. Again, uh, bonus points for that. Also had 10 shots on net, plus five uh, for the Oilers in the week in four games. Star number two, Philip Grubauer. 3-0, and he gave up just a single goal for the Avalanche. Man, he was a stud. He also had a shutout. 
65 saves for a 985 save percentage, a .038 goals against average. He is right now the number two ranked goaltender on CBS in fantasy behind only Andre Vasilevsky of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And Mika was the man. Mika Zibanejad, thanks to a six-point night against the Flyers. Man, if we had the opposite of three stars, you could just fill it with flyers from that game. Minus six, minus six, minus six. Uh, the goals against average of Carter Hart wasn't very good. It was ugly. But Zabanajad was the benefactor, as were many New York Rangers. He tied McDavid for the most points in the week with eight, also at four and four. He had a shorty as well. Sometimes you get bonus points for that and a game-winning goal. He also had uh, 13 shots on goal. Uh, so pretty productive uh, week uh, for Mika Zabanajad and the New York Rangers, and that's why he is our uh, first star of uh, the week. All right, let's get to some lineup decisions now. And the Jack Campbell run is quite interesting right now with the Toronto Maple Leafs. He shut out the Flames on Saturday, and with Freddie Anderson out, uh, well, it's, it's they're saying day-to-day, but, you know, that could turn into a week. Uh, 10 days, who knows, uh, depending on what is going on. They said the reason to go with Campbell was injury-related with Anderson. And so you're probably going to get another week of Jack Campbell. We'll have some more on the Leafs in in a second. He's on a team in the uh, Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League that I'm in, which is the most, you know, the deepest, uh, most realistic league that there is. And so the Tornadoes in that league would have benefited from some nice points this week. But when you look at it, is Campbell worth dropping a guy like Jordan Bennington, who has had a really rough time as of late, just two wins uh, in the last month? Is he worth doing that? I would say no, not likely for me. Uh, Bennington was certainly good on the weekend. Uh, they beat San Jose. And, and if Colton Barreco comes back soon, which it sounds like he could be, then the Blues, you know, they get a lot better defensively. Jaden Schwartz is also out. You know, there's a, there's a chance that Jack Campbell gets hot and takes the net away from Freddie Anderson. Short season, the Leafs will do anything to win in the playoffs. You go with the hot goaltender. I wouldn't bet on it. You know, you could take a chance. If you have some open room, if you have an open roster spot and you want to slide Jack Campbell in there, yeah, by all means, do that. I'm, I'm actually going to do that in my Yahoo League. I've got a, a goalie on an IR spot uh, that is just, uh, t- I have an open spot, so I you know, don't even have to drop that goalie, actually, now that I think about it. It's Ben Bishop. Uh, but we have, uh, you know, we're able to have three active goalies. So I'm going to I'm gonna grab Jack Campbell as soon as I'm done recording this, just for the week that is right now. And, you know, depending on how your league is, that could be the difference of getting in the playoffs and out. But I don't know. Jack Campbell was at one point a highly touted goaltender, 11th overall by the Dallas Stars. Um, ride him if you have him, uh, which is rare if you do. Um, but... Be wary that Freddie Anderson is probably going to take the net back at some point. Decision number two, buy low on Jack Eichel right now. Uh, if you're a rebuilding team, instead of asking for draft picks or prospects, and that team you're dealing with has Eichel and they're anywhere near a contender, offer some players that can help them this year. Uh, now, if you're in some sort of a keeper league, they might not want to do that because Eichel is a keeper, but... You might be able to pry him away from a team that's desperate, that, you know, you have a couple of guys that will put them over the top. You never know. Um, like, obviously, this season was a write-off, but going into this season, he had steadily improved. In the last two years, was really good. 
The best thing is probably getting traded from Buffalo. It seems like it's a tire fire in Buffalo. So I would try to pry Jack Eichel off a team. If you're in a rebuilding mode, that could fast track it for sure. All right, two game weeks. That's another one to talk about. The Leafs, we just talked about Jack Campbell. The Kings and the Canucks all playing just twice this week. Uh, For daily players, the only way to play fantasy, in my opinion, this isn't a problem. But for weekly guys, it's tough. Now, obviously, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, they're still getting started. They're going to get their points, most likely. Thatcher Demko faces the Jets twice with a day off in between. The Sharks get the Kings, or the Kings get the Sharks twice, so Dowdy, Kopitar, uh, for sure would be in my lineup. But be wary of those two, t- those three teams with only two game weeks. Speaking of the Kings, they have been royally dominant on the power play. If your league gives points for power play points, bonus points, or it's a category, You'll want to have some LA Kings on your team. I have Dowdy in one league. It doesn't have power play points. Unfortunately, it has plus minus instead. Horrible. But Andre Kopitar is a stud on the power play this year. Second behind Connor McDavid in power play points. Uh, he's also, uh, his teammate Dustin Brand, rather, is third in power play goals in the league. So it's pretty impressive what the LA Kings are doing with, uh, you know, they don't have the top power play. I think it's uh, like sixth in the league. It's interesting. The Carolina Hurricanes have the number one power play in the league uh, percentage-wise. They're tied for the most goals, but their top power play point producer is seventh best. So they certainly uh, spread it around for sure. All right. The last thing, depending on how deep your league is, Jason Robertson could be an option. The 21-year-old is on the Stars' second line with Jason Dickinson and Dennis Gurianov. In in any kind of semi-deep league, he's probably gone. Uh, In my Yahoo league, he's gone. He's on a team's lineup. He's producing this year. But in Yahoo, he's owned by only 7% of teams. 16 points in 22 games, and he's had just 14 minutes of ice time per game. So the better he plays the more ice time he could also get. And, you know, who knows, uh, possibly um, maybe he even works in some uh, power play time uh, at some point as well. You just never know. All right, let's now get to the injury report. Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that then? I've heard worse. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. Just a flesh wound. What are you going to do, bleed on me? I'm invincible. Uh, well, uh, that was the uh, the Knights seeking the uh, Holy Grail from Monty Python. And one golden knight, we're, we've been seeking him for a while. We want to see Alex Petrangelo back on the ice. Unfortunately, he returned to Vegas last week and was placed on LTR, LTIR. But don't let that scare you away. It's cap reasons. The, uh, the, the golden knights are... They're in cap hell right now, so they have to do everything they can. And waiting a day to put them on LTIR actually created uh, more cap space for them. So, man, oh, man, walking a tightrope in uh, Vegas fittingly. So Petrangelo has an upper body injury. At least they mentioned that because before they weren't saying anything. Peter DeBoer said it's not long-term, but that he will be out the foreseeable future. That doesn't help fantasy owners heading into the home stretch trying to make the playoffs. You know, four to five weeks uh, left in most fantasy seasons. It's one of the reasons I went out and made a deal for a defenseman that I'll talk about a little bit later because I just don't, I'm I'm worried that this turns into something or Petrangelo isn't as good as he was before. And and he's, you know, pretty good in a lot of different categories. So unless you're in like a really deep uh, playoff league, like the UFHL that has seven game playoff series, 
right up to the Klein Cup final, then this could be really, really concerning for you if you're uh, kind of on the uh, the fringes of things and you need Petrangelo to get back. Uh, Tuka Rask has also been out for quite a while. There was some talk of him returning on Saturday, but that didn't happen. In fact, the whole game didn't happen because of COVID. Four Bruins, Jake DeBrus, David Krejci, uh, David Pasternak, and Craig Smith were placed on the COVID list. Tuesday's game with the Islanders has also been postponed. Uh, makes it an easy choice uh, for teams with Rask as their starter. You go with your backup. He is skating with the team. Uh, when the facilities are open, he should be back soon, you'd hope. Um, and then, you know, the Boston Bruins have all kinds of things going on right now, but uh, COVID has certainly thrown a wrench into things. Uh, and we talk about teams with only two games. This cut back cuts back the Bruins uh, by one game for sure. John Gibson also on the IR. He's eligible to come off Monday night. So tough for weekly owners uh, because they have to make a decision on this guy, although the Ducks are not very good. But he's top nine in shots against, top three in shutouts. If you have goals against and save percentage, you're probably not winning those uh, categories with John Gibson. Uh, but just a, a note uh, for teams out there, he is on the IR, and a lot of goalies getting banged up. Darcy Kemper also injured, left last Monday's game with the Avs, a lower body injury. Uh, he is out week to week, which will have some fantasy GM scrambling to get a replacement for their starter, or like maybe in most cases, their backup. Um, but if you have Anti Ranta, you can run with him now. I had Anti Ranta in the minors for seven years in one of my leagues. I finally had to drop him because I traded for two Garas who's now on the bench. Boy, I could use an anti-ranta. Everybody's favorite uncle anti-ranta. Yevgeny Malkin, the big Russian, is week to week with a lower body injury. He left last Tuesday's game with the Bruins, was riding a 12-game point streak. Jared McCann is the benefactor as he moves into that uh, second line, and this could impact Kasperi Kapanen, who was trending up while playing with Malkin, and not just in a negative way because Malkin is gone, but in... A weird positive way because uh, Kasperi Kapanen now ends up getting a little power play time. So it's quite interesting to see how injuries affect some players, you would think, in a negative way, and sometimes uh, they get the uh, power play time that is missing. And Tyler Toffoli, day-to-day, missed Saturday's game with the Canucks monitor to see if he is indeed uh, healthy as uh, Monday night, the Oilers are, uh, yeah, so Monday night, the the, uh, Canadians are set to face uh, the Edmonton Oilers. All right, we're going to get into some bold predictions when we return. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. It's a rout, it's a blow-up. Fantasy Hockey Time is part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, your one-stop fantasy sports shop. We are building something all fantasy fans will love, and we're looking for quality programming to join us. Reach out if you're interested in being part of the rotation, whether you have a daily, weekly, or even a monthly show. If it's about fantasy sports, we'd love to chat. Follow a couple of accounts, at UFF Sports, at UFH League, and at UFS Network on Twitter for more information on how you can own the game. Hear me now and believe this later. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. 
It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. We want to pump you up. All right, my bold prediction this week is Nashville Predators forward Philip Forsberg lights it up. I'm going six goals, three assists, and four of those points are going to be on the power play. He's also going to have two game-winning goals. Uh, They get the Blackhawks twice, and the Blackhawks have given up the third most goals uh, in the National Hockey League. So that's my bold prediction is that Philip Forsberg, you know, and a lot of teams are calling about Philip Forsberg as well. Um, The deadline is getting closer, but my bold prediction is a nine-point week for Mr. Forsberg of the Nashville Predators. Welcome to Fantasy Island. All right, time to vote. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. Steven, I like your hustle. Get him a uniform. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you, and you. All right, so Fantasy Island this week, I uh, actually voted some players on and, and, and did, I guess, vote some players off through trade. Uh, I, I made a couple of moves. As I mentioned, I was a little bit worried about Alex Petrangelo and uh, the long-term status. So I wanted to get some, some uh, well, I wanted to improve my uh, defense, but I wanted to have somebody that could step in and produce. And so I went out and got John Klingberg. Um, I think this uh, the Dallas Stars defenseman is great. Uh, I'm not sure that the Dallas Stars are, you know, certainly going to have a lot of gas down the stretch, but Klingberg still a pretty young player. I gave up Vince Dunn to the Blues, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen of the Sabres, and a first and a second round pick. And the the reason I gave up so much is that I, I'm I definitely want to win this league uh, for sure. I've uh, I went into a massive rebuild two years ago. I really want to show everybody that was questioning my rebuild that I can do it. And then if I lose, I'll just tear down and rebuild again. So not not a big problem. And and Klingberg also has another year on his deal after this. It's a dynasty. It's a contract league. Uh, so we signed up to one to four years. So I get him for another year. So so it will benefit. And then I went out and got Brock Besser uh, for two third round picks. Now, I should point out, I, I now have uh, zero picks in the first three rounds for the next two years. But I've got a stacked team. If I win it all, it's worth it. It doesn't matter. I will also have a chance to re-sign Brock Besser. I've got guys like uh, Drew Doughty, Alex Petrangelo, Brock Besser as candidates on one-year deals that I can re-sign them. So those are the two guys that I added in trades. And I went and got Thomas Tatar on the uh, waiver wire as well. Um, you know, especially with Toffoli out, Tatar uh, will get more opportunity as well. So that's what I did uh, certainly this week uh, when it came to uh, Fantasy Island. Voting most of the players on and obviously voting a couple of guys off in a few deals. Back to the pond, rookie. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Dean Youngblood, 5 foot 10 inches, 160 pounds. He's 17 years old. An American kid from Stanton. Scored 92 goals this year so far for the Stanton Flyers. Fantasy Hockey Time is presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. It is easily the most realistic fantasy platform around. The Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League mimics just about everything about the NHL, from a scouting program to actual seven-game playoff series. 
after a playoff draft where you pluck from the non-playoff fantasy franchises. And they aren't just players. They are NFTs, non-fungible tokens, digital assets on the Zillica blockchain that you can bid on you can bid on an auction that's how we do our draft you can trade you can build your team or your scouting platform with uffs you own the game so get in the game and follow at uff sports at uff league and at ufs network for more information Am I hot? Yeah, I'm hot. Get some bull crap. I'm your huckleberry. Well, we're waiting. That's a crock of crap. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Boy, that escalated quickly. All right. uh, My fantasy beef is the loophole guy or girl. You know this fantasy player. They try to take advantage of every situation they can. Um, and, and oftentimes it's just to the frustration of commissioners out there that they are just looking for problems. Now, sometimes the, there is good loophole guys and girls in that they're just pointing things out as opposed to taking advantage of something that, uh, somebody didn't think about, but most of the time loophole guy or girl is very selfish and they're just doing it to gain an advantage. Um, you know what? And, and. Sometimes loophole guy gets and girl gets caught and then they pay a price in some leagues that, that have uh, sort of those uh, things set up. Certainly in the ultimate fantasy hockey league, one of our teams got burned by LTIR and it was made clear that uh, that was on the owners of the teams to monitor that. And I don't know if it was a loophole because uh, the, the player that they were using was, uh, su- you know, supposedly injured and it, it was just a, a, a just it's a loophole guy, and that's the unfortunate situation. Um, like I said, sometimes loophole guys and girls can help you by just pointing things out. Most of the time, they're just selfishly looking uh, for some kind of an advantage. So it's 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 tough. Uh, there's always people out there that are going to try to game the system in some way, and that's what loophole guy. You know, listen, if it's not against the rules, how do you hold it against them? But you make a rule because of that. Barry Bonds, you know, it wasn't illegal uh, in Major League Baseball that his head swelled 20 sizes and he hit the ball farther than anybody, but they closed that down and started cracking down and, you know, Major League Baseball just handled that horribly. But that's what loophole guy or gal does is they force you to uh, to make decisions that you maybe didn't think about. Sometimes they're good. Most of the time, it's for selfish reasons. I talked about this with uh, Craig Button on uh, tracking the draft, not about loopholes in the NHL, but just about teams. Uh, and, and, you know, there's some GMs that are just strictly selfish about their team. They don't care about the betterment in the league. They just want the best for their team. Well, your owner is paying you for that, but the, the everybody benefits for the betterment of the league. And it's just, it's selfishness. That's what loophole guy or gal ultimately is. Smokey, this is not nom. This is bowling. There are rules. I don't think it taints it. What'd you talk about, mister? All you have to do is follow three simple rules. Okay, so 
in in rules of fantasy engagement, a lot of times I, I give recommendations uh, from leagues that I'm in or uh, people that I hear from on social media that watch the show or listen to the show and they reach out with different rules in their league. I would love to hear some unique rules in your league. Hit me up on Twitter at Duck Millard or you can email me uh, to this show at fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. Let me know what some unique rules are for your league. But in this instance, I'm just giving a general rule that I I live by in fantasy sports and that's as a buyer get your stuff done before the deadlines sneak up sometimes you might have to overpay but you're not going to get into a bidding war or it might feel rather sometimes it might feel like you're overpaying but it prevents you from getting into a bidding war at the deadline and definitely overpaying so i try to get all my stuff done i've done that in my in my one hockey league the other hockey league i don't need to do do a whole lot it's I got a really good team. But in this particular league, I really wanted to beef up. I really want to win it this year. So I got all my stuff done. Now, as a seller, the rule is you wait as long as possible till the deadline. And, and it you know, certainly this isn't a hard and fast rule with every player. But in general, if you can do this, I'm in a situation in the Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League with Justin Schultz where... I'm going to wait right until the last minute, and if I don't get the exact offer I'm happy with, I'm totally fine keeping him. He's got another year at a really affordable contract. Um, you know, he's been, you know, he would be uh, top four on, on uh, at least number five, uh, four or five defensemen on a lot of teams in our league. So um, that's a guy who will hopefully bring in what I'm wanting, but if not, that's okay. You know, you you, you wait, you be patient. If you don't get the right offer, you don't trade them. Now, if you're losing that player, then then don't be stubborn. Get something for nothing, even if you're you're getting lowballed. Uh, and you and if there's no way of you doing that, then then take whatever you can get. Don't be stubborn. Don't be emotional. Don't tra- not trade a guy and get value just because you don't like another GM. That's just silly. Um, you have to think of this as a business if you want to succeed in fantasy sports. So there it is. That is uh, Rules of Fantasy Engagement. And that's going to wrap things up for us on the program this week. I want to remind you that you are watching the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. Along with this show, we have the UFFS podcast every second Sunday. Episode 19 just came out this past Sunday. It was awesome. Jesse Gill from the Brutes, check it out. This show, as you're watching it, comes out Monday morning around 8 a.m. Two Minute Tuesday in the afternoon. Tracking the Draft with Craig Button comes out Wednesday afternoon. And UFHL now, every Friday, here on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, we take an in-depth dive into the UFHL. So that's where you can find great quality programming. And of course, Fantasy Hockey Time, as mentioned, is part of the UFSN. It is awesome. We're building a fantasy sports platform. We're building a fantasy sports network. We would love for you to be a part of it. Hit us up on Twitter at UFF Sports and get in the game where you own the game. This has been Fantasy Hockey Time presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports helping you win your league and hopefully make it better. Have a great week in fantasy, everybody. We'll talk to you next Monday.